Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Merol, Monticello. This is Sunday, February the 19th, 2023, Transfiguration of Our Lord. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lector is Brandy Niedert. Thank you for joining us today. As we light the candles, today's festival is a bridge between Advent, Christmas, and Epiphany. It's a cycle that comes to a close today, and Lent and Easter are right around the corner. On a high mountain, Jesus is revealed as God's beloved Son, echoing the words at his baptism. This vision of the glory sustains us as Jesus faces his impending death in Jerusalem. We turned this week to Ash Wednesday, but before we do that, we lead off with the transfiguration of our Lord. Our yearly baptismal journey from Lent to Easter. Some churches put aside the Alleluia's. You'll see the Alleluia on our altar. After today, it will be put away. This word of joy will be omitted during the penitent season of Lent and will be sung again at our Easter morning sunrise service. Let us begin with confession and forgiveness. I invite you to turn out your pew Bible, or turn to your pew Bible to page 1898. And you'll see that it's entitled Light and Darkness, Sin and Forgiveness. I will begin reading at verse 5, chapter 1 of 1 John. And then I'll invite the congregation to read verses 8 through 10. We begin with a reading from 1 John. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and we do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all, all sin. If we, the congregation, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he who is faithful and just will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim that we have sinned, we make out to be a liar, and the word is not in us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I turn to Psalm 103 on page 939. Receive these words. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like an eagle's. The Lord's works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve, or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, you are forgiven. Amen. Let us sing our gathering hymn, 834, Immortal, Invisible, God Only Wise.
Our service continues on page 212 in the front of your hymnal. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. you join with me in the praying of the prayer of the day together you'll find this in your celebrate bulletin insert O God in the transfiguration of your son you confirm the mysteries of faith by the witness of Moses and Elijah and in the voice from the bright cloud declaring Jesus your beloved son you foreshadowed our adoption as your children Make us heirs with Christ of your glory and bring us to enjoy its fullness through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Good morning. The first reading is from Exodus, chapter 24, verses 12 through 18, with the following preface. At Mount Sinai, Moses experienced the presence of God for 40 days and 40 nights. The glory of the Lord 
settled on the mountain. And on the seventh day, God called out to Moses. On the mountain, God gave Moses the stone tablets inscribed with the Ten Commandments. The reading. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and wait there, and I will give you the tablets of stone with the law and the commandment, which I have written for their instruction. So Moses set out with his assistant Joshua, and Moses went up into the mountain of God. To the elders he had said, Wait here for us until we come to you again, for Aaron and Hur are with you. Whoever has a dispute may go to them. Then Moses went up on the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, he called to Moses out of the cloud. Now the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on the top of the mountain in the sight of the people of Israel. Moses entered the cloud and went up on the mountain. Moses was on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. The word of the Lord. Please read Psalm 2 responsively. Why are the nations in an uproar? Why do the peoples mutter empty threats? Let us break their yoke, they say. Let us cast off their bonds from us. Then in wrath, God speaks to them, and in rage, fills them with terror. Let me announce the decree of the Lord, who said to me, You are my son, this day have I begotten you. You shall crush them with an iron rod and shatter them like a piece of pottery. Submit to the Lord with fear and with trembling bow in worship. The second reading is from Second Peter chapter 1, verses 16 through 21, with the following preface. At the transfiguration, God's voice was heard declaring Jesus to be the beloved Son. By the activity of the Holy Spirit, God's voice continues to be heard through the word of Scripture. The reading. We did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we had been eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received honor and glory from God the Father when that voice was conveyed to him by the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice come from heaven while we were with him on the holy mountain. So we have the prophetic message more fully confirmed. You will do well to be attentive to this as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. First of all, you must understand this, that no prophecy of scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. Because no prophecy ever came by human will, but men and women moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. The word of the Lord. Our service continues with the gospel acclamation. You'll find us on page 216 in the front of your hymnal. I'll invite the congregation to please rise.
Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 17th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. I invite you to be seated. Well, today's scripture comes just shortly before Jesus will enter Jerusalem and where he'll be crucified. And Jesus now reveals himself to Peter, James, and John on the mountaintop experience of divine glory called the Transfiguration. A reading from the Gospel. Jesus took with him Peter and James and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun. His clothes became dazzling white. And suddenly there appeared with them Moses and Elijah talking with him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three dwellings here, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them. And from the cloud, a voice said, This is my son, the beloved, with whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground and were overcome by fear. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Get up, do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the transfigured Christ. We find ourselves in this in-between time, an important time in the life of the church and in the narrative of Jesus I want to take this in a different direction. Many times we talk about those mountaintop experiences. But I want us to go back into the scripture and I want us to place ourselves as if we were Peter, James, and John. But first, let's take a look at our Old Testament lesson. What were the words that Jesus used to Moses? They were very simple. It wasn't a long instruction. It was just very simple. Come up to me. Come up to me. God's instructions were clear. Come and then wait. In our busy, fast-paced lives, do we hear God's petitions for our lives? Do we hear God saying, pull out from this crazy world for a moment. Come up to me. Wait. Rest. You're already in my presence. Let go. See the love I have for you. And Moses, like us, under all this pressure, I mean a lot of pressure, he was overseeing the day-to-day affairs, the trials of a stiff-necked people. They weren't getting it. And so Moses was in charge of helping settle conflict among the people. And before Moses goes up, he puts the elders in charge. Randy read, it was Aaron and Hur. And the interesting, Moses' sidekick, Joshua, always with Moses, goes up at least halfway the mountain. But it was Moses who was called into the cloud at the mountaintop. He would be called to do so on the seventh day. Sabbath. A holy number, seven, after the cloud appeared and Moses was now again in the presence of the Lord. This was not the first time. It wasn't the second time, nor the third or the fourth. This is the fifth time that Moses has come up the mountain to be in the presence of God. And after this, Moses will be summoned two more times. On trips five and on trips seven, Moses would be on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights and deliver the stone tablets which the Lord had given the commandments already to the people. We look at Exodus 21 through 12. God gave the Ten Commandments through the cloud, the divine voice to the people. But they needed to take it with them. They needed to have it in writing. 
And you remember the first time that Moses came down with the two tablets. It didn't even make it to the people because already these Stephanic people were going in the wrong direction. And he became angry. And what did he do with the tablets? He threw them on the ground. And like pottery, as we heard from our scripture, smashed into a hundred pieces. Each of these journeys required Moses to come up and to wait. Moses spent these 40 days and 40 nights listening to God's instructions. God's word for life. For the people. I believe through this prophetic word, God's holy scripture, we too are called by God to come up and wait and listen. It isn't time to proclaim yet. It is time for us to come up, wait, and listen. Do you know how hard that's to do in this day in life? It is hard. For 40 days, our Lenten journey will be on its way to the cross that stands high above our altar. I'd like to turn to our gospel message. Remember, I asked you to kind of be in the presence with Peter, James, and John. Now, Jesus is the bright morning star. You see this sprinkled all throughout the scripture. You can look at Revelations chapter 2 and 22. You can look at Ephesians. This way of describing the Messiah, the bright morning star, goes back to this transfiguration. And Peter speaks of this. And Jesus leads his disciples up the high mountain, Peter, James, and John. And while there, Jesus is transfigured before them, his face shone like the sun, and his clothes brilliant white. And appearing beside him were Moses, the first and great prophet that we just talked about. He was the greatest of all the prophets, the first prophet. And Elijah. Now Elijah was the only other prophet, well, it was the only prophet. And speaking to God was able to raise the child from dead. And so that makes Elijah special. That there is a great connection that when he cried to the Lord, the little girl was raised from the dead. And Peter was glowing in this moment. And then the cloud appeared, that like a devouring fire on the mountain. And out of it came this divine voice, this is my beloved son whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. Sometimes we forget that last phrase. Listen to him. I hear the words, wait. And listen. And if we take the Old Testament from Exodus and we take the gospel and bring them together, I come up with, come up, wait, and listen. This coming Lent, I believe we are to come, and I encourage you to come. I know your life is busy. Come and have soup. Come and work with our conferments. I need mentors. Come and hear God's love for you. I'm not asking to give up anything for Lent. Don't give up things for Lent. I can't believe I'm saying this, but in my mind, that seems a little bit foolish because then what we're trying to do is fill, backfill the void of what we gave up to keep... God in our forefront. I say keep God in the forefront all year long. But come into the presence of the Lord. Hear what God has to share with you this Lent. You. What is God saying to you? Look back at your life and how you've come to this point and period of time. And imagine what God is doing as you walk forward and we make our way to the cross and beyond. Come. Wait. And listen. Christ is the morning star. And when he returns to earth, he will shine in full glory. 
Until that day comes, we have the sword of the Spirit that we heard last Sunday. You remember that? The sword of the Spirit was the Holy Spirit illuminating the Bible before us, the path along the way of our journey. God is still speaking to us today through God's Word. This is a living Word for you. It's not to be put up on the shelf, blow off the dust, open it up. It's a word for you. It's a love story. And your name is imprinted on the hands of the Savior who loves you. Come. Come up. Wait and listen. I think this is all I have to say. Let us fill our sanctuary with busy people who are hungry to hear that word for them. God saying, I love you. And I have plans for you. Not to hurt you, but to prosper you. If you just come and follow me. The transfiguration, our epiphany in this Lenten season has led me to Romans. And so this is the, um, you'll be hearing a lot of this. Romans 10, 17. It was the adult Bible study last Sunday that corrected me. So faith comes from hearing. And hearing comes through the word of Christ. Come, wait, and listen for the word of Christ that will strengthen your faith. Amen. Let us sing our hymn of the day.
Let us share the affirmation of our faith as is found in the Nicene Creed. You'll find this on page 126 in the front of your hymnal. And when you've got there, I'll invite you to please rise. Page 126, the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven, was incarnate with the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again. In accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who is spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated. I'm going to invite our little ones forward at this time. Time to get out of those pews and come on up here. Don't be shy. Run right up here. That'll be great. Come on up here. And uh, as we have little ones up here, this is going to be hard, but we're going to do this. Come on up here, Jordan. Have a seat. I'm going to have each of you hold one of these. It's heavy. You want to hold that? Can you hold it? That's pretty heavy. How many more do we got here? Can you hold that? That's heavy. Okay, I got one off the top here. Here we go, Jordan. Can you put that? On your lap, that's heavy. Oh, is that going to work? There, you can rest it there. Okay. We got another one over here. Here we go, Parker. Nora, let's go. Here's, here's one. Can you hang on to that for me? And let me see. Am I missing a couple more? Here we go. And uh, another. What are, what are these? What are these? There you go. There we go. They're kind of heavy. These are a special Sunday school project called Buckets of Love. And uh, our students have been busy preparing things, making things, gathering things, and putting them in there. And then the staff and uh, some other friends of Wayne Zion said, why don't we also put some of the anniversary uh, stuff in there. So there's greeting cards and playing cards and pizza cutters that are in there too. But uh, anyway, these buckets of love are going to be going out this afternoon to people who are shut in who are members of Wayne Zion. And you know what? It's not what's in the bucket that counts. But it's when these little ones go to the door and carry these heavy buckets in and hand them to someone at home. Doesn't that look good? Oh my. Let's be careful. <laughs> Let's. Yeah, that's good. Okay, maybe I just better get on to the next thing. Uh, Jordan, we're just checking it out. Um, you are involved in putting it together. Thank you, Nolan. So what I want to do, brothers and sisters in Christ, today we seek God's blessing as we gather with thankfulness over these buckets of love that have been put together uh, to the glory of God. For this is Transfiguration Sunday. All your words and praise, O Lord, and your faithful servants bless you. Let me offer this blessing upon these buckets. Kids, you want to put your hands over the buckets? Put one hand over the bucket. Here you go. Blessed are you, O Lord God, King of the universe. You made the whole earth in your glory and all creation praises you. We lift our voices to join in songs of heaven and earth, of things seen and unseen. You stretched out the heavens like a curtain. You divided the day from the night. You appointed times and seasons for work and rest and tearing down and building up.
You blessed your people through all generations, intergenerational in fact, and guide them in life and death. Abraham and Sarah, Moses and Miriam, Isaiah and all the prophets, Mary, mother of our Lord, Peter, James and John, and all the apostles, and all the saints, and witnessed in your church as past ages, in whom your spirit spoke and moved. Be with us now and bless these buckets of love. To your glory and praise, grant us faith to know your gracious purpose in all things, and give great joy to those who are receiving them, as it gives us joy, and lead us to build up your kingdom through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Let's give them a big round of applause, and I'm going to have you put them back on here. Nolan, can you do that for me? Can you take the buckets from all the kids and put them back up? That would just be wonderful. You know, uh, it's not quite right. Jordan's going to hang on to hers. Okay. All righty. Okay. Well, there might be only 14 buckets going out today. There we go. We don't want a disturbant. We'll figure it out later. You want to just help your sister get back to her seat? Oh, okay. That's how it goes. Oh, my. Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's a rough day in the neighborhood. It's a rough day in the neighborhood. There was so much fun. Okay. All right. You never know what's going to happen. And I didn't plan that either. I wasn't going to hand them out, but I thought that was kind of cool. Called together to follow Jesus, we pray for the church, the world, and all in need. Embolden your church as a witness to the majesty and the mercy of your Son. Equip lay preachers, deacons, and pastors. Move us to share our stories of our faithfulness and forgiveness. May our lives proclaim your greatness. Merciful God, guide and give wisdom to all in authority, for our mayor and our local leaders, our governor, in the state legislature, our president, and national legislature, bringing freedom and justice to all nations. Merciful God, make us eager to receive your word and scripture. Help us to recognize Jesus' voice and the needs of our neighbors. Make us confident to follow the way of the cross. And Lord, we lift up those who seek your special prayers of healing and closeness this day. We give thanks for Ben Keeney making it through surgery. We pray for his healing. For Joyce Boken and Judy Hoosman, Judy Skay, Marilyn Streeper, Teresa Engelbart, Henry and Lois Poppy, Kalinda Stadmuller, Sandy Jensen, Charles Walters. And we remember Steve Jensen, his sister Sandra K. Jensen Tabor, who died and whose funeral was this past, this past week. And Lord, we ask for your protection to surround Ben Harms, David Frankford, Trevor Owen, and Dustin Starn as they serve in the military. Merciful God, we bring to you our needs, our hopes, O oh God, trusting in your wisdom and power revealed in Jesus Christ crucified. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. We received this morning's offering, and uh, I guess I get to do it today. And so the children can come back up. We'll try this again and uh, make a wish. We're going to show you a video while, we, uh, while the kids gather the offering. Go ahead and take a cup and help yourself. Oh, good. Jordan now has a smile again. So that's good. I want you to see this video. Um, we're going to play it. It's only about a minute in length. And uh, it's what uh, Lutheran World Relief is doing, uh, what you're doing uh, when you give to a Lutheran World Relief organization. This is the impact that it's having. Hello, I'm Emma Wagner from Lutheran World Relief, and I'm here at our quilt and kit warehouse in Maryland, where the staff is quickly preparing a shipment to go out to our neighbors in Turkey. Tens of thousands of the quilts and kits that you all have made throughout the year will reach earthquake survivors in some of the hardest hit communities. 
God, we pray for our neighbors whose lives have been devastated by this earthquake. May these quilts wrap our neighbors in your love and fill them with the hope and peace that is found in you. Amen. To all of our quilters and kit makers and churches, we want to say a big thank you from Lutheran World Relief. It is your compassion that is making this quick response possible. If you'd like to give further to help get these supplies and other urgently needed supplies delivered, you can give at the link below. Your love will be on the ground and reaching our neighbors soon. Thank you for giving to Lutheran World Relief. Uh, thank you to our quilters. Uh, they do a lot to help with uh, women's battered shelter in Marion and Cedar Rapids and making their quilts. Any quilters we have here today, I'm going to ask you to stand. Do you have any quilters here today? Go ahead and stand. Be proud. Yes. And so thank you. Thank you. I invite the congregation to rise as we sing, Take My Life That It May Be, stanzas 1 and 4, 685. God, gracious and merciful, you bring forth food from the earth and nourish your whole creation. Turn our hearts towards those who hunger in any way, that they may know your care and prepare us now for the feast on the bread of life, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our service continues on page 130. 130. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who sharing our life, lived among us to reveal your glory and love, that our darkness should give way to your own brilliant light. And so with all the choirs and angels, with the church on earth and the host of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. he was betrayed our Lord took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said take and eat this is my body given for you do this for the remembrance of me again after supper he took the cup and after giving thanks he gave it for all to drink saying this cup is a new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin do this for the remembrance of me Lord remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray our Father who art in heaven Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. 
Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. You can be seated, and I'll have our communion assistants come forward. Let us pray. We give you thanks, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this healing power of this gift of life. In your mercy, strengthen us through this gift in faith toward you and a fervent love toward one another. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. For our communion assistance, you can pick up your communion kit after uh, the service, but let me just offer this prayer. Gracious God, loving all your family with the mother's tender care, as you sent the angels to feed Elijah with this heavenly bread, assist those who set forth to share this word of sacrament with those who are sick, homebound, or in prison. In your love and care, nourish and strengthen those who will receive the sacrament and give us all comfort in your abiding presence through the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. You may be seated. I'd like to share a few announcements with you, if I could. Uh, tonight is a, a fun night for our confirmation students. I often have parents tell me we kind of we do a, a review of confirmation, and they said one thing, Pastor. We hope that you never take out of the curriculum, and that's faith formation night. Tonight is faith formation night for our confirmants. Thanks to Sharon and Linda and Linda and Barb who are doing our meal. Let's have you stand. They're doing a full meal for our confirmants and their families. So I'll have you stand. Thank you ahead of time. Yep, go ahead, Barb, you got something. And Etta Dirks, and Etta Dirks, which is now cutting up the, uh, thanks to Etta and Karen Wheeler, Etta Dirks and Karen Wheeler, we wouldn't have had coffee hour, but they saw nobody had signed up. Sign up. And so they're busy cutting everything and getting it ready for you. Then we have a very special uh, speaker this evening, uh, a, a young woman whose uh, family is growing. I'd like to reintroduce you to uh, Kendra and her husband, Adam, and their little one, Rexton. Where are you? We're going to have you stand if we can, or wave, or whatever. There you go. Kendra is our speaker for tonight, so thank you for doing that. Yes. Thank you for doing that. She'll go, Pastor, what did I get myself into? It'll be great. It'll be great. And only you, can, and she's going to answer the question, why is your faith important to you? And only our guest speakers can answer those questions. Ash Wednesday's coming up uh, this week. And so uh, you'll come Wednesday night and you'll see black pyramids. And uh, we will have the imposition of ashes. We're going to do something a little different this year. We're also going to have the communion rails up front. And I've asked if uh, Rick Meyer would assist me in doing the imposition of ashes. And then we're going to come forward after receiving them for a special blessing. And so you'll just come forward and, and kneel here for that. Uh, I'll be going out taking ashes to our homebound um, and uh, nursing home and assisted living all day Wednesday. It takes me all day to get around to see everyone. So we've got that going up. Join us in the Wednesdays during March, March 1st, 8th, 7th, uh, 22nd, or 15th, uh, 22nd, and uh, 29th. And we have one more opportunity to sign up for soup, Lenten suppers, and that is the end of the month. So we've got the first four taken care of. Uh, come to that. High school students and graduates of high school, um, you have a couple more days. Uh, the deadline is March 1st for the Anna Hoosman Scholarship. Get them in. Here's the sad thing. I found one that came in the mail and it was folded up like this. Read the directions. You're supposed to have it in uh, a manila envelope unfolded uh, because they are going to make lots of copies of that for the committee. So sometimes we have our students do that and I don't know what that means. Our, our committee might say they don't follow directions very well. And so don't disqualify yourself. Uh, and I think that's all the announcements that we... Oh, Judy Skay, you have in your bulletin. Take this home. Take your bulletin home. Send her a, a card of encouragement. She is now in a memory care unit in Walla Walla, Washington. She will not be coming back to us. Uh, she had suffered a stroke, and it has caused havoc. And uh, her dementia has... But she can remember distance. She will remember you. She thinks she's living in Iowa right now. And so if you can send her a card of encouragement and put it out there, put it on your calendar and say, you know what? On Mother's Day in May, I'm going to send a card off to her. Keep those cards going, cards of encouragement.
All right, I think that's enough. Let us, unless anyone else has anything more, let us stand and receive this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you a favor and give you peace. Amen. We're going to sing one stanza of our 315 song so we can get to treats. Is that okay? All right. Please serve the Lord. And please let people know our new member class is next Saturday at 10 o'clock. If you know people who are interested in joining Wayne Zion, 10 o'clock next Saturday. All right, go enjoy yourselves. Have a great and safe week. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress, all rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734, all rights reserved.